Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. Okay, so you know how I say that timing the market is impossible. You cannot time your investments. Don't try to do it. Do not try to time specific events. Stay long-term diversified. You've heard me say that a million times, and I'm sticking to it, but, but, Sometimes timing is important, <laughs> but that's on the other end of the spectrum. That's when we're not anymore talking about the accumulation part of your financial journey. Now we're actually talking about when you go to uh, start withdrawing from your accounts and taking the money out of these accounts. So it's a big question that people have. Is my retirement money going to last? I mean, at the end of the day, that's basically the number one thing that 99% of people want financial planning help with. Can I make it through retirement? And how do I properly make these withdrawals in order to live the financial, or sorry, the retirement life that I want to live? So you've heard me talk about, you know, the four to five percent withdrawal rate being a good rule of thumb, but I want to talk in more detail about what this really looks like, and then some of the risks that retired individuals face when they're building their withdrawal strategies. You know, it's not all about building. At some point in time, we need to enjoy the fruits of your labor. You're not just investing all of this money so that it just sits there. I mean, unless you want to, I guess. Some people only want to pass it on to their state, but most people want to enjoy it. You know, you've worked your whole life to build up these accounts and to make sure they're set up correctly. Now let's go enjoy these goals that you've had forever. So the issue that people have and the mistake that is often made it's called sequence of return risk. So there really is a risk on the timing of when you start your retirement life. And if you follow a strict, consistent annual withdrawal amount, then you can be leaving your results up to chance a little bit. So it seriously at that point can come down to if you were lucky enough to pick the right year to retire. It's a scary thought, but luckily we can fix it. So what is sequence of return risk? Well, let's pretend, let's pretend there were two Hunter Lowry's out there, same exact person playing high school basketball in two different worlds. Both of these people, same height, same talent level, same age, everything completely identical. So in world one, you know, say that I go and try out for the basketball team and you just kill it. You know, the year that I start playing, maybe the varsity team just lost a bunch of seniors. So there's a ton of open positions. And in this first world, you know, maybe I get called up to play varsity at an early age. I get a ton of playing time, a bunch of exposure, and my career propels forward as a result. Fairy tale ending, all is well and good. Everyone is happy, easy money. But but there's a second world out there somewhere. The world where when I enter high school, 
I just happen to be in the same class as LeBron James and Dwight Howard. And <laughs> it's pretty funny. I've actually thought about that sometimes. You know, what if you had to play high school sports against Zion Williamson or, or some of those guys? It would have been rough. But obviously, as you can imagine, <laughs> in that second world, freshman Hunter definitely doesn't get called up to varsity, definitely doesn't get as much playing time, kind of gets beat up by these insane athletes at a young age, maybe loses confidence, just decides to stop playing. Nothing here changed. Same exact height, weight, talent, everything. The only thing that was different was the timing of who was in the class. So honestly, this probably does happen in the sports world, but the good news is unlike with this analogy that we have no control over in sports, with your finances, we can have an influence on your investment sequence of return risk. So what this means with your investments is that with your account size being the exact same, withdrawal rate being the exact same, investment performance, exact same, everything the same, depending on the year you you pick to retire, you may or may not be able to live off of your nest egg. And this is a real thing that people are not aware of. And it's why planning on the distribution side is really, really crucial. So let's say there's two different people that both go into retirement with half a million dollars invested. Both are 65 years old and they invest in the S&P 500. They also both withdraw a flat 5% every single year and an additional three and a half percent per year for inflation. So person one, again, everything is the exact same. Person one retires in the year 2000 and person two retires in 2003. Person one runs out of money at age 78, just 13 years later. But person two, they still have over $560,000 left at age 80. Both people did everything the exact same but they retired three years apart and it creates that large of a difference. But why does this happen? Because in 2000, when person one retired, the account lost 10.14% and the withdrawal still took place, meaning they realistically now lost about 5% or 15%, sorry, 5% that they withdrew on top of the 10% loss. Year two, the market lost 13%. They still took that withdrawal, hurting the account even more. So as you can see, withdrawing the same amount on down years, it can really, really hurt. Where on the other hand, person two who retired in 2003, the market gained 26%. So the 5% withdrawal really didn't hurt them. It only took away a little bit of their gain. After that, in years two through five, the market was positive that whole time. So they were always withdrawing from gains, never ever touching the principal. So now we have two problems. First one is that I don't have a crystal ball to tell you whether or not the market's gonna go down the exact year that you retire or not. I promise if I had that ability, I would gladly give it to you and I would be the richest man in the entire world. <laughs> Second problem is that I'm not sure that you want to just roll the dice and then see if this lands you on happy retirement life or not. You know, that'd be like just playing the game of, of life actually. And, and you, <laughs> depending on what you roll, you either get a sweet job or you go to jail. I, I don't think that's how you want to live your lifestyle. So then what can we do to mitigate this risk and just take matters into our own hands? Well, a few things really. First one is lowering your expenses during retirement. And how do we do this? By being debt-free, having your home paid off, no outstanding debts, simplifying things. You could also withdraw less than four or 5%, but that's tough sometimes because if we go down to a 3% withdrawal rate, then a million dollars invested only gets you $30,000 per year. And depending on the account, you might be paying taxes on that amount also. So that's kind of lame. I mean, say spend all this time, you have a million dollars, you believe you have a ton of money and you get less than $30,000 a year out of it. I mean, that sucks. So what I like to do is create different buckets of money, short-term needs, 
guaranteed income and long-term growth. If we have some short-term expenses, very liquid, and we can create some guaranteed income streams for you, then hopefully that amount can cover most, if not all, of your needed expenses to live. Now, take in consideration, that does not include your wants and wishes. That doesn't include the fun uh, trips to, to Colorado to go see your grandchildren. That doesn't include going to Disneyland. That, that's not the wants and wishes. That's just your strict needs. But that way, not if, but when the market has bad years, we can have a flexible spending plan and potentially reduce the amount that we're withdrawing during those bad years to help mitigate that sequence of return risk. So at this point, yes, you know, if you pick the wrong year to retire, it's a bummer. The cards didn't fall perfectly in your favor. But if the cash flow from your retirement accounts is pretty tight relative to your expenses, then you might want to wait a few years before we go on that extravagant vacation. It's not the end of the world. At least you aren't going to be worried about running out of money. Even if you retire in the worst year possible in the stock market history, if we set up your buckets correctly, you will be able to live a comfortable retirement. It's definitely something that's not talked about enough because, you know, I'll hear someone say, yeah, I plan on going on an 8% withdrawal rate because I'm invested aggressively and I expect an annual rate of return of 11%. Okay, great. But last year, the S&P was down almost 20%. Now, with an 8% withdrawal strategy, you just lost 28% just last year. Oh, and by the way, heading into 2023, you're basically already behind the eight ball again because you're planning on pulling an additional 8% out during that year. So you can see how quickly this can turn into a downward spiral if it's not set up correctly. Overall, you wanna have some liquid cash, some guaranteed income, as well as long-term, more aggressive plays. And that's why building that overall financial plan comes into play and is so important and really, really helps to demonstrate exactly how these cash flows will work to fund all of your different goals in a best and worst case scenario. So if that's something that you would like help with, discussing your exact financial goals that you have and talking about a game plan to help you achieve those goals while taking on the least amount of risk, I would love to chat with you. You can always just book a free one-on-one discovery call with myself, take 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever you need, just so I can learn a little bit more about you and tell you what I would do if I were in your current situation. So if you'd like to do that, you can go to hunterlowry.com and there's a link to book that discovery call right there uh, that goes right to my personal calendar. So with that, everybody, it is a great day to have a great day. Take care. Oh,